Welcome to Rose Radio. I'm your host, Marley Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a side of spiritual woo-woo. I successfully turned my side hustle into a full-time career while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show, I inspire all you little rosebuds to do the same. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Okay, welcome back everyone to this week's episode of Rose Radio. We are back to the solo episodes, but I also have my boyfriend here, Max, and I just love having him on because it's so much fun. Hello. (laughs) And this week I wanted to talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart, and I'm sure a lot of people listening. Um... And I'm sure you already know what it's about because you read the title of the podcast and you clicked it, so here you are. But um, this week, I just really wanted to shed some light and bring more awareness around a topic that I feel like it's talked about a lot, but from someone who firsthand experiences it, just kind of ways that I have dealt with my anxiety. The ways I cope with my anxiety. I hate the word dealt or deal with. It sounds, it sounds very negative. And I brought Max on here because he's someone who actually doesn't experience anxiety. Like, maybe sometimes the time he gets stressed, but really, on a whole, he doesn't really experience anxiety. And for someone who... We are together 24-7 since we met. So, it's not like I can hide my anxiety from him. Like, I think usually in a partnership I could just be like oh I'm not not feeling well and like not come over but like since we live together since I see him every day it's it's like obviously something I can't hide so I thought it'd be interesting just to bring Max on here to get his perspective about like the other side of anxiety how it is for someone who lives with someone who knows someone who has anxiety and like tips on how to help that person and how to you know I know it's not easy for Max so it's like how he and I hate the word deals with it but I don't know what other word to use um but how he manages copes I don't even know (laughs) how you do it (laughs) um so I'm just gonna give a little backstory so basically last week I don't know what happened but there my friend Jenna informed me that there was like a portal going on, something in the universe, but every single person that I've spoke to had a really freaking weird week. Like the energy was off. It's Mercury retrograde right now. Something was spinning backwards and upside down and like I don't know what happened, but I cried like four days in a row and I never cry. Like Max, do I cry? You never cry. She never cries. I literally never cry. Like her eyes are like the desert. Yeah. <laughs> dry as... Dry. Yeah. Very dry. So, for me to cry three days in a week, even when I told my best friend, she's like, whoa, 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 like, I need to call you right now, like, what's happening? And I don't even know what was going on. I wasn't even on my period. I was just great. It was just a weird week, week for me. And I just felt like sharing it on Instagram because I feel like a lot of the time people are sharing their highlight reel. I mean, so am I. Obviously, everyone is. But I like to be more honest and open about how I really am feeling because especially with entrepreneurship, I find a lot of people can like glamorize it and be like, oh, look at me. I can work from anywhere. Like obviously 
I'm living in Australia right now, which is amazing. It was a goal of mine, something that I worked really hard to achieve. And now that I'm here, it's like, it's not like I've escaped anxiety. Like, I'm still here. I still have really stressful days at work. And managing a team of five people and, you know, like so many clients, it's just like a lot, a lot of the time. And a lot of the time I am stressed, honestly really stressed, really anxious, and especially this year, I mean, I'm sure I don't have to explain it, but with COVID, with pandemic, with, you know, being away from home, it's like, oh, just a lot to handle all at once for any of us. So, yeah, I basically was honest about it on my story, just saying how I felt, and I was shocked about the amount of responses that I had of people being like, same oh my god same thank you for talking about this thank you for shedding light on this and I was so humbled that I that people were reaching out in this way and I was just so grateful I've literally never had so many comments back and it wasn't even like it wasn't even feeding my ego at all like it wasn't like oh my god thank you for saying it's just like I was just really grateful that people who I didn't even know were like opening up to me and just so many strangers were just being so kind so thank you if that was you and honestly it was so nice to hear and it just made me feel less alone in the anxiety and ups and downs of entrepreneurship um i said on my story that like it is the highest highs and the lowest lows and like i'm sure max as you can see like since you've known me it's definitely you can see me in like my highest highs and lowest lows it's like a roller coaster no it literally is and you always remind me that like when i'm down talk about your analogy about like when things are shitty okay um i don't really know when i picked it up but um one of my best friends told me that it worked for him pretty well and then i I think i just got it from him so i see it always life goes always in ups and downs so for me when i'm on and up and i'm feeling good i'm like i'm aware of the next down is coming at some point of time but i can already be excited about the next up and when I'm down, I can just be like happy and know, okay, it cannot get worse basically. And at some point it's just going up again. Yeah. So there's always some positivity wherever you are. So don't be scared of the next, like, don't be scared of the future because it might something bad might happen. I, every It happens to everybody. So we have to deal with it. But afterwards, there's always something positive. So always up and down. Just We have to live with it, I guess. And I really like that analogy. It really helps me a lot when I'm down. It's like, okay, I know something good is coming, even though in the moment it's so hard to think about that because it's shitty and it sucks. But it probably is just a lesson that you're going to look back on and be like, oh, I'm actually quite thankful that happened and it pushed me in the right direction. I also feel like you appreciate the highs more if you have lows. Definitely. Like, it's like a spice to it, you know, like, lows feel worse because you had a high before and then highs feel better because you had a low before so otherwise true. if you're just living on on highs all the time it's not special it's like it's not nice anymore so i think i think the universe really fucked me last week so that this week or like not last week like for a while it's like now i feel like i'm back in my groove again and i just appreciate it so much more when before i was just like going through my life and like everything was coming to me so easily because like I can manifest really well and things typically do come to me if I try but I got lazy with it and then everything hit the fan and then I had to like stop recuperate and now I feel like this week finally especially today I really feel like back in a 
alignment and flow and now I'm like so grateful for these things that are coming to me today that I'm like freak I'm like really excited about it yeah I can see that yeah and before I'd be like oh this happened cool moving on whereas like now I'm like I have this whole new appreciation for new things that are happening which is I guess in hindsight I'm I mean obviously I never want anxiety or panic attack or anything to happen to anyone but in hindsight it does make the highs better I guess I like what you said about that um so basically last week and then on Friday I had this like just being like completely honest this might be a bit too woo woo but I had a freaking come to Jesus moment where I woke up on Friday morning and I kind of had this like weird state where I was still asleep kind of awake and I just read a book um the day before by Louise Hay um oh babe can you just check what it's called it's it's like you can heal your life I think or is it something else I just read that it is the power is within you and quickly backstory my mom earlier this year saw this Reiki practitioner I haven't even told you this maybe I have and out of nowhere she's like oh your daughter I really like kept talking about me and one of the things okay we've never met and one of the things she said was your daughter is going to be like Louise Hay and I was like I had no idea who this person was okay I was like I kind of had heard of her because you can heal your life is really popular but I was like oh that's interesting completely forgot about it then earlier this year I was in Byron in this bookshop and this book like stood out to me it's like vintage it was like ten dollars it looked super cool like smelled like old book and I was like I don't know why but I need this book and then I put in my Instagram story and my mom was like like made the connection was like remember this I was like oh that's weird and then fast forward to like last week when I started to take a little bit more time for myself which we'll get into in like tips of how to heal your anxiety um and I read it and then the next morning again I was like in this weird like awake half asleep state and like I had this like download that my fear stems my anxiety stems from fear and if you've been following for a while you know that the beginning of 2019 was I probably a huge rock bottom for me definitely when I lost my dad and it was kind of like that thing that you never think would happen to you and then it happened so like obviously my dad was like my hero my role model the strongest person I knew and when I lost him it was kind of like the impossible happened so my whole life I've always been a hypochondriac <laughs> so like if I hear something I'm like oh my god I'm gonna get that like but to the extent, like, as a child, it was really bad. Like, I remember it was, like, something that would really upset me. And, like, I would hear about different things. And I would, like, in the back of my mind, like, have it in a loop, like, convincing myself that I would get these things. And I've never really, like, even been open about that. But it, it doesn't, like, totally control my life. Just, like, if I hear about something scary or something, I'm, I'll just be worried it's going to happen to me. It's not so extreme. But then I think after my dad passed away and the impossible happened, my brain was like, oh, wait, what you think can't happen? Because before I could, like, talk myself out of things happening, where it's like, wow, this happened, so now something else could happen bad. So I think my mind was on loop around, like, fear of, like, bad things happening. And now that I'm in a place where I'm really happy, my business is doing well, I'm in an amazing, incredible relationship, I'm living in Australia in Bondi, which is, like, something I only dreamed of. Oh, my God, I just looked at the time. It was 11-11. And, um, and my brain was like, whoa, you're safe. This is not okay. Let's, like, 
go with those fear mentalities. And then, oddly enough, this was very comforting to me because I was able to see the fear and recognize my anxiety as just fear. And being able to step outside of that and view it as fear and recognize it for what it is has really helped me step outside of the anxiety and feel incredibly better. Like, since Friday, I've just been feeling amazing. Um, Matthew, look like you want to add something. Not really, like, keep going. Okay. Uh, I like listening. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's just, like, a background story about, like, my most recent anxiety um, and, like, kind of, like, a realization around it. I'd say I have, like, more, like, situational anxiety around, like, work, um, just, like, day-to-day stuff. But um, I know a lot of it definitely stems from, like, fearing of letting people down. And when I manage a team that's so big and, well, to me, <laughs> I know it's not that big, but for me it is. And then a lot of clients at one time, there are a higher chance of letting someone down. And just that in itself brings me so much anxiety. So it's a lot of that. And again, I don't want to trigger anyone to like, to like make you think why you need to be anxious. That's not the point of this. I'm just saying as a preference to give a story of kind of where I'm at. And hopefully that story will provide you value if maybe you feel like you're experiencing the same thing. And maybe helping you realize that maybe it could just be fear and helping you step outside of it so I hope that gave you some value um now I'm going to get into the tactical tips of really when I'm feeling down anxious and just like want to not leave bed these are the one two three four five six things maybe we'll there'll be seven who knows um that I have been doing that I know help So let's get right into it. So something that I think is, if I could suggest one thing, it would be this. So when there's something on my mind that I'm scared of, so if it's something my mind's playing in loop that I know is not true, um, if there's something that I'm just scared of, if it's fear of, you know, starting a new business, if it's a fear of putting yourself out there, if it's a fear of anything, I want you to journal and write down why this isn't true. And the way this works is that your brain can see it for what it is. So if you're, if it's just sitting in your brain and it's looping, 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 and you don't know how to cope with it, write it down, write it down and get it out of your brain and write why this isn't true. This has helped me with so many things. Um, like honestly, when I first started dating Max, I was like freaking out. How could he like me? I was like, I don't understand how this person could like me. Like all these things and I had to like write down so many reasons why Max would like me and that helped me break through the fear of being unlovable and like being able to develop a relationship with Max. Yeah, can I add something to that? Yeah. So you just mentioned how you got better by realizing that your anxiety comes from fear. Basically, you you now see it, see it at what it is. Mm-hmm. Um my technique if i'm worried about something i mean i'm not very worrying about a lot of stuff but if that happens i feel um sometimes just realizing what it is and and accepting it helps a lot um for example if you have negative thoughts about or fear something that might happen in the future just go through like for me it helps if i go through the whole process and actually imagine what what if that happens so for example, like, 
you could have survived without me liking you. You could have uh, could have just gone on. You know what I mean? Like that would not be the end of your life. I often see it like, okay, what if it happens? And then I see, okay, I'm I'm actually doing good. Like the it could be it, it couldn't always be worse basically. So and then you just make up some plans. What what if that happens? And then you kind of for me I, it helps a lot. I can cope with it better than. Just to have like an, an exit strategy, basically. Yeah, he uses like a Tim Ferriss tactic. He basically writes out like what's the worst case scenario, how to cope with that, and then it really helps you see like it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, the worst case scenario strategy, something like this, and that's actually something I did. <laughs> so when we first started dating, I was like at like definitely like the highest point of my life. I just come back from Bali. I was like feeling myself. And I knew that, like, if Max, if it didn't work out with Max, I was okay before him. Like, and I think having that mentality going into it, it really didn't make me feel, like, in any way desperate. And I think that's how we were able to, like, really connect because it was, wasn't from, like, it was from two full cups. I know we already talked about this, but I don't know if I was completely full, but I was definitely full, more full than I was before. (laughs) Um... So yeah, definitely journaling, if you were to do one thing, like even just anything you're anxious about, worried about anything, just journaling it, writing it down, it helps your brain see the issue instead of playing it in your head and And think of solutions. Getting it out of your mind. Yeah. If you're writing it down, it's kind of like pulling thoughts out of your head onto the paper and and your head is not spinning around that thought anymore. Exactly. You're just freeing yourself, basically. Exactly. And this is actually a manifestation technique. So if you want something... You are 40% more likely to manifest it if you write it down because your brain can see it and then go to work to manifest it. So in terms, it makes complete sense that writing it down would also help you cope with anxiety because you can see it for what it really is and not because like obviously I can go in spirals like, well, if this happens and this happens, this is exhausting. Whereas like if you write it down, you get it out of your brain and then honestly, I can feel immediate relief. Yeah, and writing it down kind of finishes the thought process, I feel. Like, if you write it down, you have it on paper, you can see it, it's done. Like, if you have it still in your head, I think you don't always finish the thought and you just like, okay, 90%, and you just start all over again, go to 90%. It's like, you know, like like, like a song you have it stuck in your head, you, know, you never finish it, you just keep like yeah. humming the first part and then it just always comes back, so. Yeah, and then I think you can even go as far as like burning the paper. I haven't done that yet, but... <laughs> But that really ends the thought. Alright. Um, okay, and then a second tip is using CBD oil. Um, it's a non-psychoactive version of... I mean, if you're anyone and you're not living under a rock, I'm sure you've heard of CBD oil. <laughs> but yeah, it's a non-psychoactive um, version of marijuana, I guess would be a way to describe it. It is derived from marijuana, but it's not psychoactive, so there's no properties in it that make you high it's just all the properties that calm you down so it really calms down your nerves it calms down your whole body and every time I take it I literally feel like just a warm hug and a couple months ago I actually had to go to the hospital because like it ended up being from anxiety but I didn't know what it was and I basically took a bunch of supplements and CBD oil definitely helped me the most and so yeah if you're from Canada, you can get it online legally. In Australia, it was a bit more of a sketchy situation, but I got it. <laughs> um, and yeah, that definitely really helps. It's worth the investment. Um, but obviously, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. Anything. 
I'm not prescribing it. I'm just saying this is just what works for me. Um, third thing on the list is definitely exercise. Um, but it doesn't need to be like an F45 HIIT workout. Even just going for a long walk, plugging in a podcast, plugging in an audiobook, or me and Max try to go on walks every day. And that just helps me get away from the screen, get away from my phone that's always like causing me the probably the most anxiety. And just helping me, you know, connect with nature, ground, feel present, feel present with Max. It's like that really helps me a lot. I would say it's probably like, it's the most, the thing that switches my mind off the most and can make the biggest difference in my day. Yeah, like if you do the exercise, it's actually fun for you. In my case, it's like playing soccer or tennis or some, some kind of like competitive sport. I just get easily in this flow state. I guess a lot of you have experienced that if you do like an exercise where you really have to concentrate and focus on what you're doing, maybe walking is a little too light for, for some of you, but if you're like working out and you have to focus on your form and everything, you don't have time to think about anything else. So you're right in that moment co- focusing on your form, on, on, on your performance and stuff. So sometimes you just get... Like after the workers, you just really realize, okay, I haven't thought about anything besides working out for 90 minutes. Just like in holidays for your mind, basically. Yeah, that's really good. Wait, you know what I was literally just thinking? I'm like, I don't, if people are just tuning in for the first time, Max is German. <laughs> you, know, like you're at, you have a different accent. I don't know if people, I'm so used to it now that it doesn't even sound like an accent to me. But if people are wondering why we sound different, it's because I'm Canadian and Max is German. And we're in Australia. And we're in Australia. So it's very confusing. It's a good combo, I guess. So, like, you don't have, like, a weird <laughs> accent. He's not, like, a weird Canadian accent or Australian. He's German. Someone told me I'm, I have a Welsh accent, so oh, yes. we can work with it. Someone told me I have a German accent, so, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of insult. <laughs> I was even hanging out too much. Your Canadian is turning you into a Welsh accent, and you're just to be German. Oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, number one tip. And... My fourth one, which is, like, I'm a freaking broken record about, is definitely meditation and gratitude. Um, I, this morning, I'm just going to paint you a picture how this morning went. I woke up at 7.30, I plugged in a five-minute, that's all I put into this morning, five-minute meditation, and I just used Insight Timer. I love Jason, wait, I'm just going to freaking look it up right now so everyone can look at it because Jason Derulo <laughs> no. um his name on Insight Timer it's a free meditation app is Jason McGrace I'm gonna put the links in the bio if you need some free um meditations and his are my absolute favorite um so so good morning ritual fire and then I always write down five things I'm grateful for and this morning I tried something new and it's from the holistic psychologist. I don't know if she invented it, but this is where I've seen it. She talks about it a lot and it's called future self journaling. I don't know if this is what you do, but literally I just wrote down page lines and lines and lines of how I want to feel. So I talked about how I want to be known for like manifestation, how I easily attract money, how clients are dying to work with me. People are so attracted to my energy and I made this whole journal about it. Today, I signed two clients, and this is, like, really crazy because in the past couple weeks, I've been very slow with attracting new clients. I've just been all over the place, and my dedication hasn't been towards that. 
Um, and my energy's been all over the place, so literally we haven't, well, we've signed a few, but not nothing like the usual amount. And then I signed two today. I got an inquiry for to do a workshop of manifestation with someone. One of my employees messaged me saying that I should do a podcast on human design, which I literally had the thought of earlier today. Like, things have been freaking flowing today, and I'm blaming it on the self, future self-journaling. So, that is something that I can't recommend fully, because obviously I've only done it once. But I'd say it works, I mean, it worked this morning. So, it's something that you might want to integrate into your mornings. It took me, this whole situation took me less than 10 minutes. And just set me up for such a beautiful morning. And then I went for my morning walk, 30 minutes. That's what really works for me. Yeah, as a side note, like, I don't think meditation works for me. Like, we've done it a couple of times together, but for me, I don't know why. I just don't like sitting for 5 or 10 minutes and not doing anything. I think for me, it worked better to go for a run that also had kind of like a meditative effect on me or like go for a walk yeah that maybe for for you guys it doesn't work as well i feel if you don't enjoy it like forcing it is a completely like the wrong way to do it i I feel like there's a lot of people out there talking about anxiety and 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 how to and tips and tricks meditation is always in the top five and just from my perspective like if it's not for you don't don't force yourself to sit and, and, and do it the thing the only reason I force myself to do it is because I know it does help. And every time I listen to like a high performing individual, they always recommend meditation. So I'm like, there's something in this. And obviously not every day I want to do it. Like it's not every day I want to, I'm like pumped to go to the gym either. But I think pushing through and like, even if it's just five minutes, it really does make a difference in my day. But that's more probably yeah. like don't don't sit down for thirty minutes and think you can do that every day. Mm, absolutely not. I've been meditating probably like ninety percent of the year for maybe four years now, and I still can't really do more than fifteen minutes. Like that's probably the longest one I've done. I mean, I know it's my own fault. I don't carve out enough time. One time I did a thirty minute one. It was um a medical medium one, and it was trippy as hell but i'm very impatient and like fidgety that it's hard for me to do that so i don't force myself to do that so i just do what works for me do what works for you this morning might sound like way too much not enough for you i'm just kind of giving light on what i do to maybe give you a little inspo um okay and then one of my next tips is to talk to a friend about it so i have a bunch of people in my life i'm very grateful that i can talk to about my anxiety especially Max and a bunch of my girlfriends and it really helps me because they can they see it from their perspective and can help me I think with Max specifically it's like he can give me very tactical tips of things to do to avoid this anxiety in the future why are you smiling tactical was was the right word I think because I don't have that many emotions around that around that topic I feel so I'm probably like I approach it very logical yeah Max is a very logical brain where i'd say i'm a very emotional brain um so i think we're like yin and yang in that and um so especially with max he helps me so if i'm stressed with something about work he'll be like well you need to do this and i'm like okay yes so it, he in a way helps me see the anxiety in the logical way and then obviously like i always am like voice, voice noting my girlfriend or something's wrong or calling them and 
even just like last week I called one of my best friends who I hadn't spoke to in a while and just talking to her for like an hour or two hours I don't even know how long we talked just made me so happy and it's even just like stuff like that just to get your mind off things really bring you back to like earth remind you of what matters I think is so important so definitely getting telling a friend about it and if you need to cry cry like honestly there's nothing better than a release how the release you feel after a good crying session like I just like I just feel like you release it your body feels lighter you let those emotions go and you really do need to move the energy to get it through you so if that means crying if that means moving if that means running if that means punching a pillow like just do it like you need to move that emotion just so it doesn't stay inside of you especially admitting that you feel miserable like yeah we always have the talk about oh yeah we're in australia at the beach we don't have a reason to be unhappy but doesn't matter where you are if you, if you feel shitty just admit you feel shitty and let it out like don't don't block your feelings from coming to like coming out definitely like something that i feel very guilty about and beat myself up over is like if i'm feeling anxious or not 100 happy it's like i'm like well marley you have everything that you want right now like how, who are you to feel anxious like yeah relax i would just say be, be nice to yourself too like yeah. there's always somebody in the world who, who who's worse who's doing worse than you i mean there's always somebody starving or living on the street but yeah right like just because you're not living on the street you can still feel bad it's like, yeah and my mom always says like it's about what's inside that matters not outside and it's so true like yes i just think about like celebrities who end up taking their lives it's like They have all the fame, all the money, everything they could ever want, and they're still depressed. It's like money, fame, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. It's just whatever matters. It's what on the inside, what matters. So taking care of yourself, taking time for yourself. That's actually my next tip and my last tip is taking time for yourself. And I think especially if you're an entrepreneur or if you're just like someone who's very busy, it's so hard for me to like be like okay yeah i'm just gonna carve out 30 minutes and like just do nothing like that really happens for me but i think after last week i was like okay no i need to take some time for myself so we like went to the beach one afternoon for a couple of hours um on sunday this sunday i literally took the whole day off i did absolutely nothing like i think i walked 25 steps and that was like to the kitchen and back like i did nothing i did not feel bad about it it was raining outside i watched my favorite vlogs And just like took the whole day off and going into work on Monday, aka opening my laptop, <laughs> I just felt so much more recharged and had so much more energy and I was able to show up for like my onboarding calls better and like more energy for my clients and like obviously it's having a positive impact because this week is just so much better than last week and taking that time off, even though if you think you don't and can't do it, you really just should because your mental health if you don't have your mental health if you don't have your physical health you really don't have anything take a break life is too short i mean don't don't do something with just 30 of energy like if if your battery is low like recharge it and then tackle the, the task fresh yeah and especially if you are trying to run a business trying to have relationships trying to do this trying to do that like, i don't want to be that person who does everything half ass like i want to have <clears throat> i want to be the best in everything but that i can't be the best in everything if i don't take care of myself it's kind of like I've, it's always like i hear the analogy of like feeling fueling a porsche with like water <laughs> the car's not gonna run 
So you need to fuel your machine with proper nutrients, sunshine, you know, starting your morning well, doing things that make you feel good to fuel you for the rest of the day, or else you're just dragging yourself through the day and you don't want to show up as that person. You want to show up as your full self. And what I learned, everybody is running their own race on their own pace. Yeah. So can I can I connect to like my tip I have for people out there? Oh, yeah. Can I just add one more thing? Okay. Oh, sure. Is that one thing I actually, that really helped me too, I forgot about this, is I think I get, Instagram makes me very, I love Instagram so much, but you something. You're stealing my thought. No, no, no. It's not what you think. <laughs> Is that um, I really realize that when I'm on Instagram, it makes me feel behind. Like, I look at all these coaches doing all this, all this, all this, all this. And I'm like, I frantically are like, holy shit, I still have to do this, but I don't have time for that because I'm doing this, 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 this. And I'm like, I really just made the conscious effort to be like, everyone's on their own journey. I'm on my own journey. Their journey, just because maybe they're a step ahead of me, doesn't make their journey better. It's their journey, not mine. And I just need to recognize it for that and not compare myself and really step back and like put up my blinders and focus on me and what I want to do and what my success looks like and build that. So I think really taking time to recognize if you have to unfollow, mute, whatever, but knowing that you're on your own path and not to compare yourself with someone else's. Yeah, comparing yourself. I mean, I think I was just going to talk about that social media oh, thing. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to talk about the thing about being nice. Oh, yeah. So, two two things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, w- I just wanted to go against social media, I think. Well, you see it affecting me a lot, I think. I see it. It's affecting you. And I have a feeling a lot of guys, like, girls spend way more time on social media than guys. And I have a feeling when it comes to anxiety, like, a lot of my guy friends... Um, I've never heard anybody talk about anxiety, so I'm uh, I'm not sure if if it's just not a topic to talk about or if if they are not. I think men admitting that you're anxious is like admitting that you're not as manly. I guess men are also anxious, but like not as much as girls. I would say actually. I'd argue that, and I would say that men are as open as talking about it. Because can we do a poll with your with your follow with your followers and like people listen to your podcast? Yeah. Like, who, who has ever, like, felt anxious and about what? Because I, I actually feel when it comes to girls, it's always, like, c- comparing yourself on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, about your looks, how successful you are, um, designer, clothing and stuff. Yeah, sorry, it's, like, very, very <laughs> superficial, but I, I feel like just getting off of social media is that that's like the medicine we all need well one of my best friends she decided to delete instagram and i hope she doesn't mind if i share this but she's struggled with you know body image issues and just like eating disorders and such and she said i said what would be your biggest takeaway of like deleting instagram because she's obsessed with it and she's like the number one supporter of it now and she's like if you have any sort of issues with dieting you know body image issues she's like delete instagram she's like it's help she's like i didn't even know how much it was gonna help me she's she's just so much more present and like unfortunately i can't i i can't delete instagram because it's my business but for anyone listening who can maybe a tip would be just even taking the weekends off i don't know like i 
can't delete Instagram, but I think something I'm going to start doing is definitely taking time off of it. And I mean, every everybody has knows that feeling when you watch somebody on Instagram and you feel bad afterwards. Yeah. That, that's not the right content you should look at. Yeah. I see. I, I feel like looking at a cute puppy and you're happy after, or like a cute baby and it, just, it makes you smile, that's something you can look at. But looking at somebody you used to know, they have something you would like and you just be jealous, that's a negative feeling you don't need in your life. So don't, just don't do that. I mean, everybody knows. If you, if you release it down and, and focus on what you feel, you know that. Yeah. Okay, and then let's talk about the thing that you wanted to talk about in terms of kindness. Yeah, I think that's maybe a good, good part, like, to, to end. Yeah, so basically, um, Max wanted to just talk about something that, something that we can all do to limit anxiety as a whole for the greater good. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to talk about, because I've seen Mali last week, and um, a big part of why she felt so shitty actually played um people people just being rude via text messages via emails via social media and i think that's something everybody should like we all should look in the mirror and think actually think about how we talk to other people because i feel if we talk in person nobody would be that rude because the other person's like standing in front of you but talking via social media emails it's just so easy like to to lose it sometimes and, and just be a little extra rude be, like maybe you feel shitty and then you have to like you, you don't have anybody around you you can where you can like le- um, get your negative feelings out but treating other people in that way it's, it's just it's just not not what we should do and um, it, it, it just adds up to all the negative feeling other people have so just like a like a negative circle, I feel like we we make other people feel more shittier than they do it, and then it just comes back at some point to to us. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure no one listening is like awful over email. I I experience it. I mean, more frequently lately, I think a lot of people are really stressed and just projecting their stress onto others. But I'd say, as someone who's a receiver of a mean messages. I would say my number one tip would just be to know that it's not about you. They're definitely projecting their either insecurity, their stress, something happened to them shitty at work and you're just their number one punching bag. So it's like, just know that it's likely not about you. So try not to take it personally, but I say this as someone who definitely takes it personally. (laughs) But I try to remind myself of that often just so I don't get too wrapped up on it. But yeah, basically I think what you're trying to say or what you have said is that it doesn't take much just to be a little bit more kinder over the internet maybe if after you type something that you're kind of questioning maybe just read it over and just say why am i sending this is it actually something that they need to hear could i say this in a nicer tone because you really don't know what anyone else is going through um a lot of people that i know on instagram they like show up as like their happy bubbly self and i know what they're going through i know what they're struggling with and i know that it's not it's like a a wall so being mean to them you'd think oh well they're fine they can take it but you don't know really what's going on and i think just treating everyone as equal and not and just being more kind and more aware of like your feelings do hurt others is 
something that shouldn't have to be said because it sounds like common sense, but especially it's like a good r- reminder. In the say. professional relationship, I feel I just notice people um, who pay other people to do something, like in the service industry, some sometimes just think they have the right to treat that other person worse than somebody else just because they pay that person. Kind of like a power trip. Yeah, kind of like a power trip. Just so, just think about like how you treat a waiter, a waitress, like. Just because she works there doesn't mean you can treat her or him like shit. Be, be nice to everybody, even if you leave money at that place. Oh my god, I literally hate when people are rude to servers. I used to be a server, and I would get absolutely beaten a lot. <laughs> like, people could be so mean to me, and as an empath, I would, like, crumble. I hated that. And it wouldn't even be my fault. It would be something that was not my fault, but I would be, like, the brunt of it. Yeah. And, yeah, so now, whenever people are mean to servers, I'm, like... That is like my I hate that. Happened to me at the cash res- register, but I'm not that not that emotional, so I would just <laughs> give like, them give them all the shit back. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, uh huh. I'd be like crying. <laughs> um, okay. That is basically everything that I want to cover. Um, I just was basically inspired to talk about this because of last week and also I follow this account on Instagram called Dear My Anxiety. It's really interesting. And she made some stories around, like, basically asking, like, do you believe that your anxiety affects your relationships? Do you believe your anxiety affects your, your like, partnership? And, like, 97% of people said yes. So, um, I thought it'd be really interesting to just kind of talk about my anxiety and how I have been dealing with it. And then bringing Max on to be like, oh, wait, you know what? We didn't really talk about, like... How do you feel, actually, as someone who doesn't really experience anxiety, who ha- who lives with someone who does? Like, if someone's in your position, what would your advice be? Okay, that's, it's hard to say because I don't really have, like, a secret recipe, like, how to, what to do. It's just, I, I just know that I also feel bad about it because I want to help you and then, because I don't understand it and it's hard to treat probably i just can't help you so i think what 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 everybody has to do probably be be patient like be really patient is and yeah be patient be nice and yeah i, think I still have to figure out what, like what what helps like how what can i do from the external side the thing is like most of the time nine i'm I'd say 100% of the time, it's like nothing you can do, right? Like, it's all something that I have to, you know, go through. And I think something that you do really well, though, is, like, not try to interject or really, you know, get involved with. It's more something that you're just there to support me through and you hold me when I'm crying and, like, you offer advice, but you're not, like, telling me what to do, when to do it. And you're just trying to help the best you can, obviously. But I think you're not meddling or forcing anything on me um it's more just as a guide and so more as like someone i can just a sounding block i mean if somebody knows any like has any tips how to deal with it from the outside uh, like from an outsider perspective i'd like to hear it actually but babe i hate the word deal with it oh sorry (laughs) um how i cope with it (laughs) no i don't even know what to say either how you it 
I don't even know. Can, if someone knows there's a better that's way to say that. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Maybe it, just just has a, it just has a really negative connotation when you say deal with it, you know? It's not just, it's, I'm not having fun, like, dealing with, Oh, you here know. comes the German blundus. Okay. Everyone can hear it. <laughs> no, I know. It's not obviously easy for anyone. It's not something I want you to deal with or cope with. <laughs> but it's just part of my package. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I love the package. <laughs> Good answer. Um, okay, guys. This is a longer episode, but I feel like we just had so much to talk about on this one. Thank you for I would joining just me. Feel, I would just advise y'all. Um, y'all. Go go on a 30-minute walk and just listen to it. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Get to a thick half of our tips. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, thanks for joining me, Max. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I'll see you in the kitchen. <laughs> see you around. <laughs> um, and thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Um, I'm back to the soul episodes i think um we've just had a bunch of guests on who have been absolutely freaking incredible um if you didn't listen to last week's episode it was with a productivity freaking guru Alyssa coleman and it's one of my favorite episodes so check it out if you haven't already and i will be back next week um if you are listening and you like what you hear please please subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes and if you like what you hear also you can feel free to leave a review if you choose to it really helps my channel and yeah there's going to be a lot more manifestation i'm going to start talking about human design productivity business travel everything um yeah so we'll talk to you guys next week and oh i want to mention if you have anything that you want me to talk about please send me a DM and I would love to chat about it. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Goodbye. Bye.